0: Hi, everyone. This is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And today, what I'd like to talk to you all about is would you buy a 240 square meter block of land? Now, this is a hot topic that's going on in what I was actually seeing for myself in the Kellyville market um, in the last couple of days and I was out there spending a bit of time with a client and he was actually talking about some of the prices and some of the land subdivisions in the area so I thought I'd bring you a little bit of insight a little bit of thought process about where things are heading to what people are saying and a whole lot of emotional thoughts around what is happening in the marketplace in regards to the Sydney property market and um, what people are actually going to do in future before I get in the, into the topic. Just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So back onto this topic of small parcels of land that people are purchasing to put houses on these blocks. So 240 square meters, you basically can put a four-bedroom house on a single story. So it can fit. And this was actually bought up by... The post that I put out there and a lot of people were commenting on the way that people are starting to look and live in future because of some of these things or some of the reasons that I'm going to bring up today and it was interesting to see the amount of actual comments that come through. After I did a post on social media on Instagram and Facebook that talked about the land sizes that are coming um, coming up and the the small spaces. So it was kind of like a little bit of a 50-50 argument in terms of is this a good thing, is this a bad thing, is this the way things are going to work, um, how is it working in other areas of the world, and are we actually thinking about what's going on now or are we thinking about the past? So I'm going to bring up some thoughts around this because... It was a highly emotive topic because people are thinking about what their experiences are or what the neighborhood's going to look like or is it going to look to be a high crime area so my first point in regards to this topic is times are changing and we are choosing to live in these smaller blocks you know there's a couple of reasons why this has sort of come about i I guess there's, people are thinking about their lifestyles and the way they live and the time that they're spending socially uh, with you know people in the neighborhood uh, in terms of the maintenance of their property. Um, so the less amount of lawn that you have to maintain and the less garden space, the more chance that you can live a little bit more of a social life or spend a little bit more time at work or on your business. And I guess that's more of a focus for people in these days, where it was a little bit different in the past, where people enjoyed mowing their lawns and gardening and looking after their properties a little bit more so um, there's a sense that people are using their their home as a place to you know go in and out and have their their stuff or store things in um, the and Use it for the bed, the the kitchen, the shower, and just the basic essentials, but not as much as a community space for family and friends. So more and more, you know, parties like kids' birthdays or christenings or gatherings are often out at restaurants, where uh, as opposed to people previously having them at home. So there's a different sense of what the way people living their lifestyles and we 've got to understand that times are changing, and people don 't need to be entertaining at home all the time as they once were in the past. so the second point in regards to that times are changing is that more after school care is being done um, and less time actually at the home so you know maybe people are, are there 's more of a sense of people actually spending more time at work or t- more time in their businesses and thinking that their kids are better off being in an after-school care where they're maybe doing extracurricular activities uh, like you know studying, uh, tutoring, whether it be music or sport. And that's time that they can actually have their kids learning and growing. Um, and you know, I'm not going to say about the positive and the negative of that. I'm just a fact of what is actually going on and what people are doing is what we want to really reflect on. And um, this is where we bring it back to us as investors and how we can look at these markets and how people are living and then see where the next wave or the next trend is going to in terms of where we put our money when we're investing. So the another point in regards to where times are changing is there's lots of team sports and group activities that are actually away from the home. So when I grew up myself, I was one of four kids and often always in the backyard playing cricket with each other or friends or family would come over and do the same. Uh, Rugby league, you know, touch football, uh, cricket, basketball, all sorts of things. But we often played at home rather than down at a park or a community area. So um, that whole thing about you know kids in school sport or kids in um, community sport or gr- club sport so um, and I guess there's a little bit of a a whole thing about kids going down to a park being a little bit more unsafe these days or the perception of being more uns- uh, being unsafe these days as opposed to the past but um, that's a, a factor that people are thinking about so you know maybe kids are uh, in uh, smaller family family groups that so might be one or two kids as opposed to maybe seeing four or five in the past. So it's a case of not being in large groups in the community area, not having that sense of um, being able to go to our, down to a park area or, or have actually time at home. And they're often signed up to, to school groups or clubs or community groups where there's a, a sense of a little bit more safety in those areas. My second point in regards to buying these blocks of land on small sizes is the whole idea about affordability and the availability of land. And they sort of tie in with each other. The less availability of land, the more prices are going to increase, the less the affordability. So that's really going to push the prices up. So the way to keep the prices down is actually reduce the sizes of, of those lands. So when developers are cutting up these parcels of land, they're coming up to smaller sizes, still making, be able to make a profit, so it's, it's viable for them to do the development. But at the same time, people are thinking about it's a lower price entry for them to get in to buy a property Build a house on it, and being able to have the family on a small parcel land, have their own house rather than be a townhouse or a unit. So, get the sense that they're um, in their own home. Um, they do have a little bit of a backyard, which is you know obviously a lot smaller than what we previously grew up with in Sydney. Um, but the affordability is there for a lot of people. But in saying that, in some of these North Kellyville, Kellyville areas you you buy a block of land for somewhere around about $400,000 and you build a house that's maybe four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000, you are close to a, like a million dollars in all the costs associated with that build after it's completed. So it's really an idea that we, we've got to think about in terms of affordability um, and what's really going to impact us in terms of the Sydney property market right now when we've seen a, a decline in prices by 10% in 2018 and we're seeing further declines happening through 2019. In the Kellyville area, just in the suburb of Kellyville right now, there's more than 500 properties on the market. Uh, and that's where we come into the whole thing about supply and demand. There's more supply out there, less demand, so prices are going to tend to fall back a little bit. So it'll be interesting to keep abreast of what's happening in that marketplace. Um, but you know, there's more and more land parcels like this being cut up, um, more availability for people to be able to get in on an affordable rate for that area, even though we're talking about $800 to $1 million dollars. Eight hundred thousand to a million dollar property, so something to be mindful about. The third point I like to make is I guess as adults um, and you know me being forty years old right now um, we 're always probably at this age we 're thinking about what we grew up with. Uh, you know I guess I tend to be one who is a kind of a forward thinker and, and the way of being in a point of location rather than you know the space in the home. Um, you know I'm not in a situation where I have kids, but at the same time um, you know if I had younger kids or infants, would I grow up in a unit? Most likely, um, would it be a house in a small parcel of land? If I had older kids, could possibly be. So I'm probably getting away from the quarter acre blocks and not having sense that we need that as much as opposed to you know at least a small outdoor uh, area. For, for kids to actually get outside a little bit or kick a ball around or have a trampoline in the backyard uh, as opposed to what we had in the past where we it courted a lot and you know, we'd have the whole sort of neighborhood come around to our place to play sport um, on a weekend or after school. So that situation has changed. Are some of the people thinking about or commenting on, on this topic, are they thinking about what's happened in the past with themselves or are they thinking about how we're actually going to live our lives in future? and that 's all needs to be taken into consideration when we 're coming to some of the thoughts and feelings around property, how we live, our lifestyles and, and you know how we we get around around our city of sydney and and this can be i guess drawn out to other cities around the world as well and you know think about times are changing we 've had a couple of stories come through about. You know, the Spanish lifestyle of of having some of these bigger cities in smaller blocks or they're like townhomes or unit blocks where, you know, people get on quite well. There's not a higher crime rate or anything like that. But, you know, and um, they're fitting a lot of people into a smaller space and they're sort of centered around a town center uh, where people, you know, gather in communities and um, it's still freely... speaking with each other there's a good community sense Um, and there's a whole thing about affordability is there because they're not living on these you know large blocks of land so there's a whole different ideas around this a lot of different stories hopefully you get a sense about you know what is your path and what is your way of life we each and every one of us is going to be a little bit different we've just got to explore what's going to work for us and how we're going to work in terms of not thinking about the past, but thinking about how our lives are like now and how we want them to be in, in future as well, so hopefully that gives you a bit of a sense of this discussion around would you buy a two hundred forty meter square or two hundred and forty square meter block of land and how you would go about um, you know, purchasing that and how you would go about living in, in that sort of a sense if it 's too small or too too big and you would prefer a townhouse or a unit and um, how you know, that's going to help you in, in terms of looking at trends as, a, in, in a, as an investor mindset as well. So think about all those things and hopefully that helps you with your property investing in the future and even with your home buying as well. And if you'd like to talk about this particular topic or your own personal investing circumstances, do give me a call on 0400-332-377. Great to chat with you and hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you.